Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Hello. Welcome back to episode two of the chat room. Atia, I'm going to let you take this one. Go for it. All right. So, of course, you know me. I'm Atia Rulianto. You know Dylan Such. And today Hello. we have a special guest here, one of my middle school friends, Miss Amakawabia. Oh my gosh, I'm so honored to be here. Hello. 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 <laughs> it's been ages since I've last like talked to you and heard your voice. It really has. I don't think I've talked to you since eighth grade. The, yep. It's twenty seventeen. Yeah, that was a <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We're, we're we're seniors now. That's kinda crazy. Jeez. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Alma, tell tell the world about yourself a little bit. Well, my name is Alma. I live in Raleigh. Um, I'm a music nerd, so I play Ooh. a bunch of different instruments. I'm in band. Um, I love listening to music and playing music and singing music. I try to make songs, but they usually end up really trash. I, feel <laughs> um, I like to draw. Um, I don't know. I'm very... I do a lot of different things, but I don't do them well. So I'm like a jack of all trades and master of none. I think that's um, a lie, but um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My teachers would beg to differ. But um, yeah, I'm really socially conscious and I love the arts and I love activism. Yeah. Awesome. Dylan really over cool. here is a music nerd as well. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> what instruments do you play? Sorry. Um. My main instrument is euphonium and trombone, but I can also play tuba and guitar and ukulele and a couple others. Wait, what was the instrument? Euphonium. It's like a tiny tuba. Oh, interesting. I've never heard of that. Yeah, they're very, no one really knows about them, but I think they're the best instrument, but I'm kind of biased. It's a baritone. I don't know if that's more recognizable. A baritone horn. Okay. Yeah. And then trombone and band and sometimes tuba and then guitar and ukulele and a couple other ones. Oh, very cool. What about you? Um, my primary instrument is the violin. But I oh, also, it's dope. Yeah. I played, well, I used to play, like, when I was little, and then I joined orchestra in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So I've been working on that. And then I also play, I play, like, weird instruments. So I have, like, this thing <laughs> called a kalimba. So, like. I have, oh, my. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Allow me. Can you yes. hear that? Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm not good at it though. <laughs> yeah, I just play around with that one, and then I also play mandolin. Because, oh, that's so cool! Oh, it's so fun. Mandolin is like the same fingering and everything as violin, so that was mm-hmm. pretty easy for me to pick up. And then I also play ukulele a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. Don't you have also have the little dish thing? With oh, the... my Tibetan singing bowl. Yes, yeah, singing bowl. Oh my god. Is that the one where you hit it and you put the you put the stick around the edges and it makes yeah. it sound? I, I like, like how you just know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> just like by the sound. Ding! <laughs> it's nice to have a fellow nerd around. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, not up my alley, but you know. <laughs> I've always been the computer kid ever since I can remember. Yeah. yeah. I tried piano once when I was younger and that was not the moves and then i got into dance <laughs> piano was so hard i could never mm. yeah i i I definitely like to learn it at some point mm. i don't know when because i don't have time <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> i have a question how did you two meet if you remember 
Oh, sixth grade. I don't know the exact moment, but yeah, sixth grade. Yeah. It was probably probably an FBLA or coding club. Oh my god, FBLA, Future Business yes. Leaders of America. Yes. Oh, um, that's cool. You... We went head to head for some officer position. I, I did think. not get it. Let's. <laughs> I was nowhere near a future leader anything when I was in <laughs> middle school. I'll give that. That's funny because I wasn't even allowed to compete. That made me so mad. <laughs> oh yeah, why weren't? Because if oh, because because was... if you don't take yeah, I didn't have enough CTE classes to qualify because I took band, mm. and they're like, ah, even if you know what you're talking about, if you don't have a mm. CTE class, you can't be here. Yeah. So. Do you, yeah. is there an FBLA chapter at your school? Oh yeah, but they don't do anything. There's like three people. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think at my school someone like tried to start it, and I was like, hmm, interesting. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's one at my school, because the the like it sounds familiar. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I I haven't really heard anything about it. I think it was a really good experience for like middle schoolers, like getting used mm-hmm. to like sort of what's ahead. And then when you hit high school, you actually get to experience what it actually is and what you actually have to do with it. Yeah. Definitely. Especially in, like, I cut you off, but um, especially in, like, your later years in high school, like, I feel like definitely helped me so far with, like, job applications and everything. Uh Definitely. Yeah. Learning how to tie a tie. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That was so much fun. I have still yet to do that. And I come (laughs) into that, that dangerous area where i need to tie a tie and i still can't do it <laughs> you know what's really hard to do is tying a bow tie man i could never i've tried are, oh, i promise so you difficult. i've tried yeah but don't you have like 18 million of them dylan oh, i do but they're pre-tied <laughs> they're pre-tied wow yes yeah and they have like little they're, they're fakos but Fakos. <laughs> love them <laughs> you, dylan just has very very nice style very clean old soul style Thank that's you. pretty cool He's got the bow ties. He got the fedora hats. Always. Always. Fedoras. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed already. I'm already impressed. We're only six minutes in. <laughs> oh my god, it's only six minutes. We love that for us. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Go for it. So what is today's topic? Like, what's our, what's our objective? That's a good question. Honestly, it's up for, like, anything. Like, just chatting, you know? I guess yeah. we've started with, like, on this music path, so we can probably go from yeah. there. All right. So, um, so, yeah, go go for it if you have a question okay. or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I am, for those of you who don't know, I'm a high schooler, if you couldn't tell by the fact that I sound 12. Um, Girl, I and look 12. right now, <laughs> me too. No, literally. If I, I had a dollar for every freshman who came up to me this year and asked, they're like, they're so bold. They're like, oh, my goodness, are you new here? And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, do I look like I'm, like, you You just came straight out the womb. Like, don't even talk to me right now. But, like, um, yeah, I'm a high schooler, for those of you who don't know. And I'm looking at colleges right now. And I love music so, so much. But I also like money <laughs> a lot. And I am coming to terms with the fact that, like, I want to study music full time and it's something I'm good at and it's something I'm passionate about. Right. Mm. But I need to do that in a way that allows for me to like have a living without risking it all because I mm. don't want to ever be financially unstable. Oh, yeah. I'm tired yeah. of it. I'm not a fan. And yeah. I think that's something that like everyone in the arts can relate to. Oh, like yes. I don't want to be the starving artist. Like mm-hmm. whether it goes from like a tap dance to orchestra to band, like yeah. it's a, it sucks to have to think about that. So yeah. I'm like, I can double major and get the music scholarship, but then risk like risk my um my involvement in my quote-unquote big thing which would be biology or neuroscience Mm. or i could invest full time in what i actually love to do but 
what if I'm not good enough to make any money? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I understand so, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard position to be in. Mm-hmm. See, for me, I, I feel that, too. Like, because I love tap dance. I have, for like, since I was in sixth grade, and I've really gotten, like, passionately mm-hmm. into it. But mm-hmm. I never saw myself getting into it, like, at college or afterwards. Especially, like, mm-hmm. dance is already a struggling thing, like to major mm-hmm. in and like make money off of That's unless true. like you're in a big company thing but like mm-hmm. tap dance specifically it's been so kind of put off to the side in like colleges and everything like and people yeah. say it's a dying art form which it definitely is not it's not <laughs> it's nowhere no. close to dying like no i think where people get the ideas from is there's like this point in time where tap did die mm-hmm. but it's been brought back now like it like there was a point in time where it was just completely dead and it was just gone yeah but it is back now so i think people just didn't realize that it has come mm-hmm. back because we have to like, Sorry, we have like artists right now who are really trending really big michelle mm-hmm. dorans um oh. love her mm-hmm. and then there's some like legends who are still around and still mm-hmm. amazing diane walker mm-hmm. for one amazing mm-hmm. brenda buffalino brenda buffalino the person dean medler dean medler <laughs> Okay, sorry, we didn't want to We're nerd now over here, I'm sorry. Yeah, so from a point of speculation, I've seen, especially Atia, on your InstaWeb story, I've seen a lot about how, like, ballet is hailed as the mother of all dance or the father of all dance. Yeah. But that not necessarily being accurate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so like... in a position of, like, not shifting too much to, like, super politics, but I always felt like the the emphasis put on ballet came from a really Eurocentric place because tap dance seems as far as like dance goes, something that's not super Eurocentric. Whereas ballet is very like rigid, like you're doing the Russian style dancing or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So do you think that comes from a place of Eurocentricity in the arts? Because there's definitely Eurocentricity in the arts, but. Question before you answer that, what is Eurocentricity? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, um, whitewashing essentially, or the fact like, white being the standard oh yeah like if you think of all the musicians that i know i know zero musicians of color because Mm -hmm. you don't learn about them right yeah Yeah. it's eurocentric yeah um for dance it's definitely eurocentric like we've i've been growing up always been told dance ballet is the foundation of all dance you need to know ballet in order to be good in Mm -hmm. your other dances and yes sometimes like the posture and the poise does help but there's um topics in each sort of dance that you really could get into really put into and then just uh kind of shift it into other dances like with tap especially you have to count you have to know your music mm-hmm. in order mm-hmm. to be like really solid and mm-hmm. some dancers just don't click with that and it doesn't look as amazing as it could be and then mm-hmm. like um hip-hop another one there's, like, a groove that you gotta get into, depending on what style, like, of hip-hop you do, because everyone has, like, their different little style stuff, but there's just, like, a sort of, oh, what's the word? Just, like, some... uh, Genesis quoi. Sure, yes. (laughs) Get get all fancy up in here. (laughs) But, um, yeah, some of that. And you just, like, if you add that to your dance, it just makes it look incredible Mm. and unique and different, and I just being told ballet was always the foundation it makes you think that everything has to have all this mm-hmm. poise and be stiffer mm-hmm. and rigid mm-hmm. I, I think another kind of cool thing about tap dance 
and the differences between tap and ballet is ballet there's one way to do everything and that way is never argued upon or or changed it's always been done for like the same for centuries right. and tap dance is constantly evolving and changing but we also don't forget our mentors and our teachers and our historic his, historians yeah um, masters <laughs> i don't know i just ancestors yeah and like with tap there's so many different styles too like within it mm. there's broadway tap there's hoofing there's mm-hmm. irish tap which is all of it is amazing and beautiful in its own unique mm. way mm-hmm. and you just don't there just isn't the same kind of sort of thing in other styles of dance that are more forced upon you when you're yeah. trying to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> did not. Atiyah, what can you play on your guitar? I can play nothing. Let's. <laughs> I've been trying to learn through an app, but it just it's yeah. what app are you using? Um, musician. I gave up on it a long time ago. Yeah. (laughs) It was fun for a second. I'm like, oh, this is like playing Guitar Hero, but it's hard. (laughs) And then it got really annoying. And honestly, I found it was easier for me to just like learn instead of like, at some point, you're going to know all the basic bar chords because they're Mm -hmm. all the chords in the pop songs. So at some point, you get those. (laughs) Yeah. And then not the bar chords, the open chords. Sorry. And then after that, I was just like, I'm just going to learn by song. Like, I'm going to learn this song, learn everything required for just this song. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm lame and I can't actually do basics. And then apply that to every other song I learn. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's not a <laughs> yeah. bad idea, actually. Because I've gotten to the point where it's like, I can finger pick super well. But mm. I focus so much on super finger picking that I can't play anything other than basic chords. Mm. <laughs> Which sucks. <laughs> I worked backwards. I mean, that that's one way to do things. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't recommend that because I suck at guitar in general. I mean, I feel like I just like music in general, but mm. I don't have a lot of musical bones in my body. See, but if you tap, you have the music yeah, in you. Yeah, I was going to say you do. Yeah. It, like, you have to have some understanding of music. Maybe enough not, to, like, yeah. through an instrument, but through rhythm. Your I mean, body. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't... My hands don't agree with the rest of my body. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just the deal yeah, there. Yeah. I was great at recorder in elementary school. Bro, they made us pay for them. Yeah. And then I always forgot mine on recorder day. We didn't do the recorder karate, but I always forgot mine on recorder day. Then Ooh, I had wait. to use a used one. Recorder karate is amazing. I what really wish I got to do karate? that. You don't know what rec- oh. recorder karate is? Our school wasn't familiar. cool enough to do that. So oh. you go ahead. Okay. So basically everyone had like their own little recorder things. And yeah. um, you got, like, a special little string on the end of your recorder every time you mastered a song. And each time, it got harder and harder. Like, oh, I have seen that. Yeah. So each string is, like, a belt in karate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the first song I remember learning was, um, I think it was Hot Cross Buns. Hot mm-hmm. Cross do, 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 do. I could probably still play that if I had a recorder. <laughs> but when I tell you my recorder's in my, I have, like, my music, my room is my music room. And yeah. it's, like covered in instruments and music sheets and everything that's cool man you know what sucks about corona right now what hmm. we had to send our instruments to the school to be professionally cleaned Ooh. Ooh. and now i am not going back to school 
Uh-huh. Which means I cannot get my and it's like it's not mine, it's the school's, mm-hmm. but it's my band director's own personal instrument. It's like handcrafted in Sweden, like eleven thousand dollar instrument. I'm like, you're gonna make me send this back to the school, and then I did, and I have so many regrets because the only baritone I have at home is a marching one. Which, mm-hmm. if you understand a lot about wind instruments, marching instruments are always seventeen million times worse. Oof. And like, you could be the worst player in the world, but you play on a handcrafted Swiss instrument, you gonna sound great. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love, I love it so much. But I miss him. His name is Wilson. I miss, I miss my baby. Anyway, I thought you were talking about the teacher's <laughs> name was Wilson. I was like, oh, okay. no. <laughs> no, it's a Wilson baritone, so I call him. Wilson. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's gross. Our band director's leaving actually. A lot of the a lot of the band directors on Wake County are switching spots and are quitting right now and it's kinda sad. Ooh. Like, did you hear about what happened to the carry band not to gossip on the show, but <laughs> did you hear about what happened to the carry band director? What happened? He took a bunch of kids out, like on one of the band trips, he took a bunch of the students out, the band kids, onto a lake and oh, no. they got drunk oh. on the lake. And someone found out. And it's been like a multiple time thing. Oh, and he got fired. And so, I mean, as he should. <laughs> yeah. As he should. And so, and he's been there forever. Like, he was the band director who came into middle, East Carry, sorry. Ooh. Came into East Carry to tell us about band. So then all the other band directors got switched around. So Garner's band director went to Sanderson. And Sanderson's band director quit. And then Mr. Robinson got sick. And then <laughs> our band director is going to Panther Creek. And it's going around and around and around. I don't think there's been a big school in the area without a new band director, which kind of sucks. Well, I have a question. How how has Ben been working, like, over Zoom stuff? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> at first, he just gives you assignments and you have to record them. So he'd be like, go outside and play Star Wars in three different keys and transpose them oh, for yeah. you. And yeah. I was like, first, no, but, like, I hate, I love transposition, but I hate doing it for, like, a grade. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like, oh, it'd be fun to just figure out, but, like, I you're going to grade me on it? No, man. I definitely get that. Yeah. But, so, it's just a bunch of recordings. And then there's this program called Sight Reading Factory. Yeah. Where it gives you, yeah. yeah, it gives you a program or a passage for you to read on site. And you have 30 seconds or 60 seconds to read it without playing it. Then you have to play it one time through to the best of your ability. And, um... <clears throat> It's not. It's never good. <laughs> it, the good thing is it lets you retry it. But when I kid you not, one of those assignments I had to redo like eighty-seven times before I was comfortable <laughs> to turn it in. Um, but now that everything is opening back up and they're adjusting it, they're actually having mm-hmm. band through the virtual academy, which cool. I do not understand because if you have different people singing on different ends of the internet and you put yeah. them together, there's going to be a disgusting amount of lag. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god! So it's that's happening with our TAF classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Yeah. So like we always meet on Zooms on Saturdays, and insight. like we some insight. <laughs> um, we have one person who like leads it, and they play the music. And if you look at the person leading it, <laughs> or the person leading looks at the camera and see someone else dancing, they'll be, like, half a account yeah. behind, or a whole account Something, behind. It's like, oh, no. There, there was one time I was on a Zoom. It was a different class, and somebody was counting for someone else, but their cam- or their microphone wasn't on. Mm. And I could see them counting, but it was, like, on the offbeat. It was really cool. It was exactly on the offbeat. Oh, that's like, cool. Oh, that's, oh, cool. that's pretty cool. I'm you teaching nailed the lag. I love that. I'm teaching ukulele lessons to Ooh. a couple of kids in my church. And it took Ooh. a really long time for me to realize that I can't count for them because it will be like 
half a beat or a third mm-hmm. of a beat behind. But I don't mm-hmm. know enough about teaching to explain to the person on the other end that you have to be in time with me. So not only am I like navigating the fact that I have I'm horrible at technology, but mm-hmm. that I'm trying to mm-hmm. teach basic music theory to a seven year old who's never played <laughs> oh. an instrument before. <laughs> so, oh no. Yeah. It's been music a it's been a crazy. fight. I wish I understood it more. I love learning about it, but it yeah. terrifies me. And I signed it, up for AP mm. Music Theory this year, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. Are you all doing the um, weekly switch group thing for your school? That's a Wait, great question. <laughs> so, I don't know. If, like, my school is saying, like, we're going to have, like, maybe three different groups mm-hmm. of students mm-hmm. yeah. come in each week. Or come in every three weeks, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the time, other kids will be on virtual stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, it might be better, but yeah. it also... Like, who are you going to see? <laughs> you know what I was thinking? We mm. should have just used a trackout system. What's and that? have... Yeah. So, basically, trackout is, like, you have four different tracks, and each track has a different schedule. And mm-hmm. the way it is pre-corona is three tracks are in at a time. But mm-hmm. what we could have done... And it's like you're in for nine weeks and you're or you're in for however many weeks and you're out for however many weeks. weeks. Yeah, you're in for nine uh, weeks, you're out for four weeks. So I was like, we can use the trackout system instead of it being three groups at a time, it can be one group at a time. And okay. instead of being mm-hmm. in at one week, like what am I what is one week of van gonna do for me? I'm gonna forget everything in the next two weeks. Yeah. So right. if we use a trackout system and we're in for maybe track one. Yes. Maybe if we're in for three weeks at a time and we're out for six weeks, like we can keep mm-hmm. the ratio the same. But at least you, there's a point of you being there, yeah. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, and it's an existing system that we could have used. And I was very confused as to why we didn't. But <laughs> high school said, "No, nah, let's not detract <laughs> out the thing that some kids grew up with. Let's just be special." <laughs> Actually, at our school, there, I there was talk about them using the high schools for the kindergartners or like mm-hmm. the elementary school kids, so they could spread them out a little bit more, mm-hmm. and then still hold oh. it, and then having the high school online. So that's an option, mm-hmm. and then also just like the on on off every week yeah honestly mm-hmm. we should do that like as much as i would hate to be at home 24 7 i think yeah. it makes a lot more sense for the younger kids to be able to be in a classroom mm-hmm. right because i would hate to be in the second grade <laughs> trying yeah. to teach myself everything online for two weeks at a time and i'd hate to be the parent of a second grader exactly like my parents like if if i was a three-year-old right now my parents would be at like I might have a parent at home, but I promise you they'd be working from home, too. Like, they can't mm-hmm. help me with everything for two weeks at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And second graders are... A lot. Are, <laughs> yeah, like, if you're in second <laughs> Those grade... Those elementary kids. You have the yeah. opportunity to ask for help. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so what type of music do y'all listen to? I know. <laughs> or, like, Jeez. to play. You know, oh, to play? That's a whole different question. Yeah, it is. Yeah. To listen to and to All play. Right. Don't you go ahead. Who are you oh, first? me? Okay. Um, so, to play. That's a good question. I have grown up playing classical music on the violin, so I enjoy it. But I also enjoy playing jazz music. Yes! I, right? <laughs> I've been getting into it a little bit lately because, I don't know, I find it easier because you just listen to the tune and the mm-hmm. like the heads of the tune aren't very long and you mm-hmm. just have to kind of pick up on it. And I don't know, I've been enjoying that. But the music that I listen to is like oh oh you guys I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> yeah I'm here Aqua okay. Aqua who's Aqua Aqua girl who's that who wrote that song I forgot <laughs> it's like it's Aqua something yeah. anyway I'm a Barbie girl that was my jam y'all don't even know 
I think it was everyone's jam <laughs> yeah. when they were that age. No, the Just Dance was the jam. <laughs> oh my god, yes. It's great. That's when I was addicted to um, Katy Perry's You're Hot and Cold or whatever that song is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was addicted to that song because of that Just Dance. <laughs> Okay. But Dylan, what music do <laughs> you listen like, to? I listen to, like, okay, so a lot of jazz, but I also listen to lo-fi, which is basically just jazz with hip-hop beats. Can I pause <laughs> then, you for a second? Yeah, go for it, go for okay, it. Okay, first of all, what kind of jazz you listen to? Like, what name, like, artists, and then name the lo-fi artists you listen to, too, because okay. I love both of those genres. Awesome. Um, okay, Miles Davis <laughs> is good. <gasps> If you're from North Carolina, you have to look like obligatorily. Is that a word? Like you have to just because he's from North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thelonious Monk, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. I'm trying to think. Honestly, I'm just trying to think of the ones that I know because um, I'm. Oh, Oscar Peterson. Mm-hmm. I've been really into him lately. The trio. He um, it's his Will to Swing album is the one that I've been super into. It's a good one. There's a specific. Um, I don't even know. What Hold on. The Oscar Peterson trio that I'm thinking of. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then lo-fi artists the thing about lo-fi is like i feel so bad for lo-fi artists especially like the ones who send their music into the 24-hour streams like the chilled cow streams oh yeah because mm-hmm. part of the point of lo-fi is to be able to like study to it like it's background mm-hmm. music it's like indistinguishable but it's chill yeah. and relaxing which is great for what it's meant for but if you're trying to make money off of it like mm. You're not making any money from Spotify, I promise you. <laughs> Chilled Cow is getting the majority of your money when you put it into those streams. And it's not mm. like you can get famous off of lo-fi. Yeah. As beautiful I, I as the songs are. Yeah. I definitely have been starting to try and make lo-fi music. I've been getting into electronic music. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different world. Um, lo-fi artists. It's a big one for me. Ooh, I've definitely heard of that. I just found one. I was gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say this wrong. Popsu. I've heard of them. Or them. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of them. I'm just going through my like playlist. <laughs> um, yeah, but basically lo-fi, jazz, and it ranges from that all the way to folk music and orchestral music, mm-hmm. and I don't even know what to call that type of music. Oh, wait, there's a, um, I gotta find one. You'll probably know who it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put all the pressure on him. <laughs> I Five, know. four, three. Oh, there it is. I found it. Harris Cole. You said who? Harris. Harris Cole. Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, he's pretty good. Louis Lullaby is the one. So I already know that's a Louis Armstrong sample. That's so cool. Right off oh, the really? bat. Yeah. You said oh, Louis Lullaby? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably Louis Armstrong sample. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Bro, my biggest flex, flex in life is the fact that I have a playlist on Spotify with 212 likes, and it's a low... Whoa. Yes! Wait, 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 wait. What is it called? The Soft Happy... It's Soft Happy Jazzish Lo-Fi. Soft Happy... <laughs> That's why it was so fun, because it's, it's such a, like... Oh, weird name i don't know how people find it but soft happy jazzish lo-fi 213 oh, likes ah! i feel so honored thank you 214 ah! likes <laughs> no thank you i need more music <laughs> always okay yeah you go ahead so for 
I have had the privilege of having really good band directors. Um, my middle school mm-hmm. band director is now the NC State band director or assistant band oh, director, wow. cool, which cool. is pretty cool. And he just... I've seen him on Yeah, campus. he just got nominated for some music Hall of Fame award, actually, which I think is so cool. And my high school band director has been in the North Carolina Hall of Fame of music band directors, oh, wow. which is less chill than the like actual Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. but still... I think it's really yeah. cool. So we, he's very like, we have a reputation to uphold. Yeah. So we will play classic <laughs> repertoire. So we play a lot of like um, hardcore band pieces, which I, as a freshman, got ensemble, which means I was playing like Tchaikovsky as Ooh. a freshman. And I was wow. like, I, I can't even spell Tchaikovsky. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one. I see the name. I never do have to spell it. T-C-H-A-I. Some, some, some. Yeah. So we do a lot of, like, Tchaikovsky and Percy Granger. And um, the guy with the piercing who did Aurora Wick, John Mackey, a lot of those pieces, which are really big in band. And that's, like, my band pieces. But I also love jazz, obviously. Um <sighs> But I also like oldies jazz. Like, I don't, I have a, I distinguish between like jazz I play and jazz I listen to. Like, jazz I play mm. would be like mm-hmm. Miles Davis, but jazz I listen to would be like Sarah Vaughn, Ella Fitzgerald, Louis Armstrong. Wait, like, who's ooh. Sarah Vaughn? Sarah Vaughn. Nobody knows about her, but everybody should. Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, you know, Simone, people like that mm. and listen to their old time. Oh, and it's so cool because on Spotify, a, a lot of them are either remasters or original, so you can hear the crackles and um. stuff. And the music oh, and it just it's that. it's so cool. Um, as far as like uh, popular music goes, um, I listen to Nigerian music. <laughs> I listen to South Ooh, African nice. music. I listen to Ghanaian music. I listen to like Steve Lacey, Anderson Pack type music. I don't know what genre that is. Um, Earth Gang. I listen to a lot of oldies. I listen to Lumineers, like Prancing Through the Woods, Ooh. folksy Ooh. type things. Um, Paramore, I love the rock. I went through an emo oh, phase. Oh, I remember. I remember. It was, it was so bad. It you was loved so Paramore. Bad. I oh oh, we were talking. Okay, I sorry. This is like off-topic no. question, but um, or a comment. But Alma, you just put something on your story, and I was like, oh, I gotta talk about mm-hmm. this. So yes, you put on your story. Um, stop telling black kids with great intellect that. They act white is damaging and toxic. Wait, wait, say what? Okay, sorry, I said it really fast because I'm okay. Stop telling black children with gray intellect that they act white, it's damaging and toxic. So, when I was in middle school, I was not, I was not the best person. I definitely had, (laughs) I had no filter, and I know I said some stuff to you personally that I feel awful about, (laughs) and I'm so sorry. Did you hate me like at the end of eighth grade? I, I feel like you brought and I, I only a little yeah, bit though. I, I was like, honestly, we were all horrible people. Like I, oh yeah, sucked. no, I was, I sucked. I was so mean. I'm so. I'm sorry, sorry I, too. <laughs> I really want to just like go back and apologize to every single person who I definitely said something they're probably like insecure about or like something that they didn't feel like it's something a friend should say i was the one who made jokes about Brent it twinsies. i'm so in the middle sorry. like the, the east carry building like when you walk into a middle school it just it changes your soul and you just like it's like um 
I don't even know how to describe it. Like everything becomes dark and grim and there's like pus <laughs> using from the walls. Like it's just a horrible place. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like a haunted I can't relate at all to that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so Dylan, jealous. You... Dylan's always been a good boy. Let's just say <laughs> that. He's, he's the sweetest human being you will ever Aww. meet. No, middle school was like some of the best years of my life. Okay, sixth, wow. okay, sixth grade wasn't the best because I didn't really like the people in my classes, but I liked my teachers. Seventh grade was cool because I had two male... Wait, are you guys still there? Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. Sorry, I thought it cut out. Um, seventh grade was good. I had two male teachers and we played Dungeons and Dragons together, which was cool. Um, nice. <laughs> eighth grade, also played Dungeons and Dragons, but that was just a good year. And mm-hmm. then all three of the years were good What's because like- I like formed my friend group. Nice. Sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, no, my middle school experience, oh, how to describe it, oh, God, (laughs) but no, in middle school, I was not, oh, God, I'm not proud of who I was in middle school, like, I, yeah, no, I definitely grew up out of that phase, but um, when I was in middle school, I had zero filter, Um, I would point people's qualities out that probably weren't the best um mm-hmm. i would gossip i would oh i'm back. back yeah Yay. okay yeah someone facetimed me and it kicked me out <laughs> but <laughs> okay did it stop recording i don't know what no 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 it's We're still going. okay good yeah. yeah good but okay i was like did i just ruin their entire podcast <laughs> no, you're, nah, good. you're good no, you're good yeah. no but in middle school okay what was i saying before um I had zero filter. I would just say whatever was on my mind. I would gossip. I would start drama. Um, and that was middle schoolers. Anyone in middle school who's listening to this, please don't do that. You're going to regret it in your later life. <laughs> I promise you will. I do all the time. I feel I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, dang, I really, really said that I, five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I... I'm better about who I am. I feel more confident about who I am. I think although it was because I was kind of insecure with myself. Mm. I feel like that's how some middle school are, schoolers are. Like, they're insecure about their selves so that they project it on other people. Mm. Mm. And I was like that. And I didn't really gain any confidence until, like, sophomore year, maybe midway. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I have regrets <laughs> but that's okay i feel that we know talk about the um intellect oh yeah because i have things i want to say about that too yeah um i know i definitely said you acted white when we were in middle school i <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure you did but who didn't to be honest with you i'm At, like yeah you are not the only one don't even feel bad about it like yeah i feel like east carry people were kind of bad about that I, mm, it's not a good thing to compare, like, someone's skin color to their intellect. Like, mm. I've always been treated as the smart one, or I, I felt the need to be the brainiac one, because I was the Asian girl, you know? And mm. growing up, I was, mm, there's not a lot of Asian girls in my schools when I was growing up. So I was just like, I gotta be the smart one. And no, that's not, that's not how it works. No matter who you are, no matter what skin color you are, you can be smart if you are smart mm-hmm. in anything, in any subject. It doesn't have to be school things. Like, you can be intelligent in, like, I don't know, basic house stuff. 
yes. and be not as good at school, but then be great at school stuff and yep. don't know how to do the dishwasher, aka <laughs> me. Amma? <laughs> no! Oh, no. <laughs> Someone FaceTimed her again. Homie tried to say, what's up, Abba? It's like, no. It's a nah, fam. Nah, fam. Kind of busy. Nah, fam. I'm excited to check out Sarah Van. Sarah Van. Her last name, Vaughn. Her, her last name is spelled V-A-U-G-H-A-N. Oh, you've never seen anyone's last name spelled that way? Mm-mm. Hmm. I've seen, I, there's a girl oh. in my dance that has her last name spelled that way. Oh, sorry. Oh. She did Lullaby of Birdland. Oh. Welcome back to the vibe moment. Welcome back to the vibe moment. <gasps> Peppa Pig! Okay. Oh, she did Misty. Misty. Misty is a great tune. Play, play it, funky. Oh, oh, she's back. Wait, I want to hear this. Welcome back. Oh, I can. (laughs) Sorry, we were taking a quick musical interlude. Oh no. Hello. Okay. Oh, there you are. Okay, I think um, me coming in and out is going to be a trend because my Wi-Fi is having um, an emotional uh, breakdown, <laughs> like I am. So me. don't just ignore it if I Story disappear sometimes. <laughs> so good. Sorry. We were uh, we were taking while you were gone. We were listening to Sarah Lawn. <gasps> Yay! Oh, which one? What song? Um, we're just checking out like the top ones. So okay. Lullaby, Birdland, and Misty. Listen to Key Largo. That's my favorite one right now. At some point, I don't know if you listen to it now, but it's super pretty. I'll check it out. It's really cool because it's like none of the masters or the remasters are good, like at all. So you can hear (laughs) you can hear her voice super clearly, but you can't hear any of the backing instruments. Uh, And whenever I listen to a song, my first instinct is to try and harmonize to it and figure out where it is, like music theory, like music theory land, and figure out the chord progressions and like Mm. the world of harmony it lives in. And I listened to it for so long, thinking that. It, this was a certain chord progression that it was in and then one day I listened to it with earbuds in and realized that I was ridiculously wrong and I just made up an entirely new song in my head Whoa. and so now every time I listen to it I'm like oh my gosh my mind is blown <laughs> did you keep the song that you thought it was though what do you mean like you said you made like an entirely new song oh like in remember? my head in my yeah. head yeah I remember how it sounds in my head that's cool yeah okay but back to the topic before yes, it cut off um, you have something to say? I don't remember. It was the um, <laughs> stop telling black kids that they're oh, uh, oh. yeah. Mm. Jeez. All right. Um, right now in American society, we're reaching a point of racial reckoning, mm. which means, well, first of all, racism in the U.S. is a system. It's systemic. Like mm. race, racism is a system. The white patriarchal structure is the system. Mm -hmm. So, and as much as people can do racist things, Mm -hmm. the priority issue was the fact that the entire system Mm. is racist. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, I have been struggling a lot with like individual acts of racism, which really are 
more prejudice than racism Mm -hmm. because it's like i i'm not even gonna lie i can tell you distinct things that i've done that have been racist towards people of other races Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i can also give you millions of examples of things that other people have done and right now everyone's getting canceled left and right and it's like (laughs) trust me if you post a selfie of yourself in blackface i don't know what you're expecting (laughs) like you did it to yourself yeah at the same time if someone comes up to me and says, wow, you're so pretty for a black girl. Mm. Or, wow, mm. can I touch your hair? Oh, wow, you sound white. You act white, which mm. a lot of people do. It's like... Really? <laughs> oh. don't, don't, you wouldn't listen. I go to Middle Creek. Oh. I, don't, I don't know if you know much about Middle Creek. I don't know. Okay, well... Predominantly um, white. It's like 72% mm. white, maybe 12% black, mm. 17% Hispanic. I've seen... 12 asian people i've counted yeah between freshman year and now i've literally counted how many oh, asian no. people i've seen it's so bad but mm-hmm. um they love wearing their trump hats and bringing oh. their trump shirts oh, and no. their trump flags Mm-mm. i haven't seen a confederate flag yet which i thank the lord for every day yeah but uh, the the trump hats they're getting really tiring mm-hmm. um so with the with all that in mind i don't think if someone said to me, you act white, I'd get mad. But I just know that as a child, hearing that over and over, and I know I'm like, I'm not trying to call you Odyssey. I'm oh, no, no. I... To, like, I'm talking about the adults, especially who did that, who knew exactly what oh, they were doing. Oh, no. That's adults? what I'm like, mm. who knew exactly what they're doing. But to the people who do it with intention, you have to realize that equating intellect to whiteness. Mm-hmm doesn't only take away from the person you're talking to. It doesn't just take away their blackness. Right. Mm-hmm. It degrades who they are. And it just mm-hmm. reinforces the idea that white is supreme. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it's like, dang, if I'm doing good, am I hurting my race? If I'm doing good, am I betraying who I am? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever taken the implicit bias test? I have the not. Harvard one? I've not heard of that. Harvard no, has um, an implicit bias test for like, they have one for race and for gender and for sexuality, for disability, for uh, for weight, like fat versus skinny, for age. They have one for like everything. Mm-hmm. And I took it's, it's the what advice test? The implicit bias test. Oh, Im- oh, I was okay. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> so I did not hear that. Right. The implicit bias test. I talk really fast. I'm oh no, sorry. you're good. No, you're good. Yeah, but um, I took the implicit bias test and I took the one for race, mm-hmm. and it was such a surreal experience mm-hmm. because the first thing, like, it randomizes it. Mm-hmm. But for me, the first thing it did before asking any of the questions is it's like there are two categories. There is black and there is white there's also good and there is bad every time you see a black face you have to press left so that it goes with the good category and every see wait what is it every time you see a white face sorry every time you see a white face you have to click right so it goes into the good category and every time you see a black face you have to press left so it goes into the bad category so it's literally every single thing you're doing is like black bad white good black bad white good oh. and like all different word associations like if you see gloomy it goes with black if you see angry it goes with black if you see smart it goes with white things like that mm-hmm. and a lot of the things you see in the media feed into that oh. but for for me to read it <laughs> mm. and for me to have to do it i was like dang this is what? serious what's the point of it oh so after it does that it switches it around so that it's uh. white bad black good Mm -hmm. and the idea is the faster it takes for you to associate each thing 
the more or less of I sit. So if it took longer for me to associate, um, if it took longer for me to associate black with good than bad, then I would have a bias towards or a bias against black people. Interesting. Yeah. That sounds really cool. It is really cool, but it was really like, I didn't know what I was going into. And so I was like, geez, this is is serious. Like, I don't know who made this test. I don't know what you're thinking, but (laughs) this is crazy. But then afterwards, I got it. I got the point. Yeah. All of that to say, I know I'm rambling a little bit. All that to say is like the little things that you see or the little things you hear from adults. You act white. Wow, your hair is so this. Wow, can I touch your hair? Like, the. (sighs) I went through a phase where I really wanted to wear my afro Mm -hmm. because I knew that if I wore an afro at Middle Creek, it would be a political statement. And I just wanted to see who had something to say about it. And I did it. And of course, someone had something to say about it. But if my hair, like I have, I had short hair, Mm -hmm. like it was out, but I had short hair. But if the first thing you say to me, (laughs) every time you see me for a week is, wow, (laughs) that's some big hair. Can I touch it? Then I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, Explicit bias is dangerous, but so is implicit bias. Right. And so things like, you're so well-spoken. Mm. That undertone, it's really powerful. And I think that's part of the reason why I was so insecure for the longest time. Like, feeding into Atiyah, what you were saying. Like, everything yeah. around you was telling you that you don't belong. Everything around you was telling you that this wasn't meant for you. You're not supposed to be here. And so mm-hmm. up until literally this year... I think this year is especially when it's when I started coming into like who I am as a person, but mm-hmm. I I couldn't be having a conversation with this and don't that it'd be on the internet. Like I'd be freaking out. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I'm I'm the band president, I'm the brass captain, like I I lead ninety six kids and a bunch of instructors every oh, single yeah. time we have practice, knowing Look that all of them were old. and that was yeah. last year and I beat a bunch of seniors and they were not happy about hey. it. No man. <laughs> but like I I get to lead people knowing that they're all older than me and probably are a lot better than me. And I had the confidence to do that, but I wouldn't have been able to do that at any other point in my life because of so many things telling me that I don't belong. Like when I got, I'm very, I'm so sorry. Let me stop talking after this, but this is my last No, 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 you're good. No, no. But uh, when I got brass captain, there's this one specific guy who I've had beef with for quite some time. It's because we were friends. (laughs) We were friends mm-hmm. for a bit. He was my best friend. And then something happened and it was very bad. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, we were friends for a bit and then we stopped being friends. Actually, he was my best friend for like a while. And then we stopped being friends. And then um, I got brass captain. And anytime I had any successes, he'd throw a hissy fit. He would throw <laughs> a hiss. Like, it was crazy. Uh-huh. Like, I got brass captain. I walked in. I saw my name on the list. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I walked around. I walked out of the room. And then he saw it. And he lit- he literally stormed out of the room. He oh. called three separate people. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. Brass captain. And, like, um, I got a solo over him. Mm-hmm. And he li- he literally. I kid you not. Oh, no. I kid you not. What did he do? He start- When he gets mad, he starts, like. Um, ripping his fists and so hard you can see like his hands are turning red and he stormed out of the room and like he started you could hear him like yelling from the bathroom and then I went out we had a water break and I went outside and I'm like hey are you okay and he physically pushed me pushed me and I'm like bro the band band director's right there 
but like he physically pushed me like put his hands on me I'm like baby baby no (laughs) I'm very off topic right now but I was talking to my mom about it and I'm like do you think it's because you're a woman in a position of power and on top of that you're a black woman in a position of power and I was like no well obviously not like it's not that deep right like but the more I think about it the more it's like the people who have issues with me Mm-hmm. are also the people who have the least diverse spaces mm. if that makes sense yeah. like middle creek there are no ap teachers of color i've never had a teacher of color my entire life mm. the people who especially when it comes to authority the people who have issues with me like as someone with responsibilities are always the ones who've been living in Neha county for their entire life and they've mm-hmm. never had a teacher of color they maybe have two black friends they say things like <sighs> someone said um what was it? They call me Ben in the streets and Daquan in the sheets. Things like that. Mm. Like, they'll take a do-rag, out, a do-rag off of someone's head and put it on their head. Like, oh, look no. on to being like, like... And these are things, obviously, that are small but impactful. Mm. Right. And like, so, it's just offensive and disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, like, don't touch someone's do-rag, bro. That's gross. <laughs> right. <laughs> you sleep with it on every day. That's weird. But, um, <laughs> That's one reason. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's just... I I could be being paranoid. I'm not even going to lie. This could be me being paranoid, but it's just a testament to the fact that race is the frame through which I have to see everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to see everything. Like, I could be paranoid. It could have nothing to do with it, but mm-hmm. it's undeniable that it's affected so many other things mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. probability-wise, it probably does have something to do with it. Oh, and yeah. even if it doesn't, it's just a testament to the fact that it's such a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've been talking for like the past seven minutes. No, no go you're ahead. good. Mm-hmm. This is what this is what no. the podcast is all about. Exactly. Yeah, go ahead. Our guests, they can just go off, talk yes. about whatever they need <laughs> we to. You, you guys know off. my entire life story now. But we, we love, love it. it. We great. love to hear Aww. it because you just learn things. Like you do. You get to see other people's perspectives, uh-huh. which yeah. is great. Because like. I'm a person of color, too, but I'm mm-hmm. not black, so I don't get to see the same experiences mm-hmm. that you do. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't, because, <laughs> I mean, I'm white. <laughs> Atiyah, I have a question. Oh, yes. When did you find out what a bruise was? A bruise? Mm-hmm. Like, physical bruise? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had a super white friend when I was in, like, <laughs> competition <Exactly>. kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, like, she would bruise all the time. I'll be like, huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get well, those. Yeah. Dylan, when did you find out? You When did you figure out what a bruise was? I mean, probably when I was really little. Okay. Yeah. Like, when I fell over or yeah. something. I didn't know what a bruise was until I was in middle school. Really? Obviously, yeah, obviously I'd had them before. Like, yeah. yeah. And this is another thing where it's like, I could just be being dumb, but because when you hear about, like, when you read about a bruise in a book, they're, like, throbbing purple, turning colors, all these different things, like, but obviously that's not how it's going to be on a person of color, so I was just like, oh, wow, I mean, it hurts when I touch it, and it's kind of dark, but I don't know what that is. Yeah, I've never thought about that before. Yeah, the same thing with, like, blisters, I didn't know what a blister was, I kid you not, last week. Really? I looked at, and I I broke in these new pair of shoes, and it messed up the back of my ankles and i'm looking at it now mm-hmm. and um i was like why is there an air bubble <laughs> on my on my ankle and i looked it up and they're like blisters 
Wow. That's what a blister is? Because yeah. when you hear about a blister, it's always in the context of white skin. Mm. It's not going to turn red for me. And, like, it's funny to talk about now, but yeah. when it comes to, like, actual healthcare, mm-hmm. because, Ugh. yeah, yeah. When, because when yeah. it comes to actual healthcare, like, the models people in the medical field are learning on are usually white men. And yeah. things aren't always going to show up for me if your, your right. model is white men. So, yeah. Not. Yeah. yeah. So, like, what happens when there's something serious? Like, yeah. I've had this thing on my back since I was a child, and they do not know what it was or what it is, and they still mm-hmm. figured it out. And it's been spreading and it's been drinking, and I can't help but wonder mm-hmm. if I was a different skin color, they probably know what it was. Right. And it's nothing mm-hmm. against them, it's just the fact that they weren't taught mm-hmm. what yeah. these things were for different people. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I, my first bruise, I, I never knew what a bruise was for the longest time, but um, I know I learned it from how from like one of my white friends. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I actually got a bruise um, last year in Chicago. Oh really? Yeah, it was the boom markers, and like oh, I was slamming yeah. it on my um, calf. Yeah. And then like the last day, because we were there like a whole week, on the very last day, I looked down at my leg, and I'm like, "Huh, it's green." <laughs> <laughs> yep. It was really interesting. Like, I'd never seen a bruise on my body before. Mm-hmm. But to, like, I mean, it was huge. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. really bad. But you couldn't. It was. It was the first time I saw it on myself. And I was like, huh, that's really weird. What is this? And I touch mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, oh my God, ow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, that's a bruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, when I was. Okay. When I was in elementary school, I was really stupid. And I would fall <laughs> a lot on the track, on the concrete. Like, mm. I still have scars on my knees from when I, like, fell on a rock or fell on the track. Mm. And I always got scrapes and cuts and everything, but never, like, bruises like that. And just to see that, it was kind of weird for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to wonder, have you just had a bruise and just not known it? Oh, for sure. Mm. I've exactly. definitely been like, yeah. ow. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's crazy to me how little tiny things have such a big impact on I don't know just like what you're saying with the doctors and mm-hmm. and being like the the models that people learn off of primarily male yeah. and white it's, it's crazy too much it is it's very crazy oh can and I put in a plug for my like, business real quick do it Ooh, wait you have a business yes. yeah okay so hey guys um if you are socially <laughs> conscious and are very upset about how people of color are treated in the U.S. especially black people Wait, wait, I, is this your sticker business thing? Yes. Yes. <gasps> yes. I am an aspiring artist, whoop, whoop. quote unquote, yeah. and I'm selling my artwork on pins and stickers and a select fanny pack. <laughs> if you wait, wait, to... wait, wait, a fanny pack? Yeah. <laughs> really? It's like $30, but if you want to oh buy it, go ahead. <laughs> I, I've seen it on your story. It looks so cool. Her it art is, is so actually cool. really cool. Thank you. But yeah, um, so if you're interested in supporting my business, all of my funds or all the proceeds go to the Equal Justice Initiative and they work to end mass incarceration in the U.S. to end capital punishment. Mm. Um, Mm. They represent wrongfully incarcerated individuals or people Mm. without enough legal representation because obviously the courts don't really care (laughs) about people unless they're rich, Mm. which we're learning a lot about today with. Epstein we got time on late Maxwell. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go ahead and buy stickers. Stickers are 
a dollar twenty-five to three dollars. Pins are four twenty-five, and if you really want a fanny pack, it's up there for Ooh. about thirty dollars. Whoop whoop! Yeah, yes. yeah, that's awesome. Amazing plug. We love that. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about this in the last video or in the last podcast, but a couple of my friends also had like raised some money to send to funds and everything. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's like really cool. People have found ways to do that and like yeah. to help really spread it because some people are just like i want to but do i really trust it or like yeah. stuff yeah. like that but like p- people yeah. willing to like do business with it and mm-hmm. then send it off for them that's mm-hmm. been really yeah. nice really cool yeah. yeah just hearing like that gets me excited and i'm definitely gonna definitely about to do some stuff tonight oh, like <laughs> go to a clubs that we com. that is a cup what is it a k w a b s dot com wait now no, it's I'll not. put a link in the in the description of the podcast. Link too. in bio, guys. Link in the <laughs> link in bio. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. It really is. I actually have a comment. Um, I know I was talking about this with one of my other friends, but right now we're pointing out racism, anything, and right now it's been directed like to black people and like the people who are being murdered, like um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's also the the other groups at the same time who have been under the radar, like, yes. this whole time. Like, I've been very distant with my culture for the past 16 years growing up. And only this year I've been really, like, getting more into it, being like, oh, I really like my culture, like, my yeah. Indonesian mm-hmm. heritage. I really found, like found it really interesting to learn about for me mm-hmm. but for the longest time i wanted to separate myself from it mm. because I, I don't know why i oh i know why Ooh, because you live in north carolina because <laughs> it's so hard mm. to be like a person of, of, yeah, yeah yeah especially like the child of immigrants or the child of child of immigrants because everything you see is you right. don't belong here anyway yeah. sorry no you're good no good i i completely understand that but, like, I don't know Indonesian, and it really sucks going to Indonesian gatherings because I never mm-hmm. learned it. Man, I feel like... <laughs> Man, and I, it, oh. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No? Okay. Um, but, like, the racism to Asians, they're not as up in your face, like, mm-hmm. being murdered, like, um, I mean, facing sometimes. police retaliation. I mean, yes, sometimes, but it's not as um, common. Yeah. Or like, but like the thing with Asian people is that the stereotypes and the racist comments are normalized at this point. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the fox eyes, the mm-hmm. can't drive. Mm-hmm. That's been normalized for so long. Yeah. And I just feel like that's not <laughs> that's not yeah. great. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because so I'm not just black. Um, my family is from Ghana. So I also get the um the first gen perspective, if that makes That's sense. Cool. And knowing like my ethnic heritage with a lot of which a lot of black people don't because obviously mm. slavery. But um it makes me really, really upset because at the very least the black community has agency and that we have so many like so much in numbers that people can't help but listen. But mm-hmm. for yeah. the Asian American community or for the Native American community, right. mm-hmm. either they don't have the numbers or people just won't listen for whatever reason because yeah. it's been so normalized. Like, mm-hmm. 
I love that. And I also feel like um, a lot of Asian people are, like, more passive about it. Like, as long as... Because right now, we're not the ones being targeted at the Mm -hmm. point. And so some people are just like, oh, well, I'm in support then. Like, it's just under the radar sort of thing. Like, we don't want to speak our voices because we don't want to be the next targets, which... Yeah. It's... It's just a whole nother issue, and I really hate that this is what our society is. Yeah. Like, people are afraid to share their voices because they don't want to be next. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's just so awful to hear about. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Change. <laughs> That's why we're here. Yeah. yeah. Because we know better, and we can There's so better. much hope for the next generation. Well, yes. Mm. To an most extent. of the next. Yeah, most <laughs> of the next generation. <laughs> yes. But now, like, a lot more people are open-minded. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least with my experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone have else you... have... Oh, sorry. sorry. Go. Um, so, I I relate a lot to what you're saying about learning Indonesian. Is that when you were the language? Indonesian? Yeah, Indonesian. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> Just, like, really quick antidote. One time I was on FaceTime with a friend, my mom walked by, and my friend goes, is she speaking Asian? I'm dead. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's, that's, not, uh, that's not cute uh, at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. Do you speak African? Also- Same energy. <laughs> Same energy. I mean, she didn't mean to be offensive about it, but like, yeah. it was yeah, kind of funny because yeah, but- she's also pretty clueless. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um, my It's funny because... I grew up speaking both. It's the language is called Chi T W I, but you can kind of pronounce it like tree, Chi and English. My parents speak spoke both to me, mm-hmm. and then at some point I stopped speaking it well, and I've been trying to teach myself. But you can't really look up. Oh, how do you spell? How do you speak tree? Because it's not like Spanish. Yeah. It's not Italian. You can't find it on Duolingo. It's a oh, dialect of it. a language. <laughs> can you really? Yeah, you can. Bro, that's so cool. Yeah, no, I suck at it. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you can find it. Yeah. But yeah, no. And um, I hate so much that I can't speak it well. I can understand mm. it. Like, I can speak to you in English. And if you can speak to me back in tree, it'll be a grand old time. But uh, imagine. Yeah, I just, I feel so disconnected, though. Like, mm. yes. hearing the sound. Today, there was a virtual... Um, a virtual baby christening and the grandparents of the child were there and mm-hmm. he said something in tree and I didn't under- I didn't understand anything he was saying. Oh, <laughs> I, didn't look at, yeah. I didn't understand anything. I he was hate saying. when that happens. Yeah. And especially when, t- when they're older they'll like shame you for it too. Oh my god, they'll be like, Oh, you don't speak it? Oh you American oh. girl. Wow. Yeah. You know I remember there was one time where this Indonesian um because the Indonesian community in North Carolina is pretty small. Everyone knows each other. Mm-hmm. But um, this one guy was going back to Indonesia. And he gave a whole like heartwarming speech. Mm-hmm. And I understood none of it. Mm. I, ooh, I feel that one. <laughs> going to weddings and stuff and being like, Amen. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you said, but amen. I suck at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just really easy to feel in between right you can't really find your place in either culture mm-hmm. so yeah i have a question where does it. um i'm not gonna pronounce the the t yeah 
Yeah, where, Ghana. Where is that? Ghana and West Africa, the okay, Gold cool. Coast. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know why it's called the Gold Coast? Gold yeah. Rush. Slavery. Oh, great. Oh. So it's <laughs> not a cool name. <laughs> no. Um, Never cool. That's not, that's not, wait, wait, that's not, let me clarify. That's not how it started. It started because a lot of people had gold there. Then the carving of Africa and the British were like, hey, hey uh, you got something I want. Let's go over there. Mm-hmm. And then um, they set up the slave castles and they started mining and so on and so forth. It's interesting because Ghanaian accents sound a lot like British ones. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like when a place is like conquered by another um, mm-hmm. another country, mm-hmm. You there's just like little things that yeah. get put into the culture without... yeah any sort of thing like yeah. i know i we in the indonesian we have like a dutch uh sprinkle chocolate sprinkle which is so good yeah mm-hmm. but like the dutch colonized or <laughs> colonized yeah. indonesia so it's like oh right yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh it's interesting too because it's so easy to separate yourself or ourselves from the idea of colonialism but i think ghana gained independence in like the 60s oh wow. oh wow blended and it was the first sub-saharan african country to do so oh that's awesome sorry 1957 so oh, wow. my mom or my grandma lived for most of her life under the british empire oh wow and that's only two generations away and for most mm-hmm. every other african country and for a lot of latin american countries it's the same story because a lot of people or a lot of countries didn't gain their independence until recently. But when you think mm. about colonialism, it's like, uh-huh. it's about the same time as the slave trade, right? Or maybe a little bit later. But it's it's that's right long, here. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Guinea was 58. I just looked it up. Go ahead. Mm. Oh, no. I just looked up when Indonesian independence yeah, was gained, and it was 1945. Yeah. Right? Like, that was yeah. <laughs> World oh, sorry. War II time. Uh, was that a sneeze in public? Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. 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 Oh my god. Man, I, oh, the podcast. I went to the dollar store. How dare you? I know. I you, saw, you destroyed I the vibe. Coming, I couldn't say anything because it was already, it was coming. I went to the dollar store and I was with my mom and I felt a cop coming because I was eating and then I, it went down the wrong path. No. And I was like, no, no. Oh, so no. I, I, like, I, I was tapping my mom trying to get the keys and she wasn't paying attention. So I just grabbed them out of my hand and ran out of the store so I could cop outside. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't even that deep. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I would have been terrified if I <laughs> popped in public. I'm like, I'm not sick. I just choked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We we love uh, it's what been 2020 has been. Wow. I feel like it started off okay. <laughs> well, for me at least. Starting um, off with roller. <laughs> oh well, okay, that's true. Oh. <laughs> uh, Oh my god! Never mind. I totally forgot. <laughs> okay, I, whenever I think about the beginning of the year, I just think about Rift Dallas, which was a really good tap festival. Aww. Tell me about so it. So that's what I associate for for Daddy's for me personally. Shish. It started okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the festival. Um, it was it was actually really cool. I got to do a residency with a guy named Ooh. Derek Grant, and we put this. Oh, he's great! And we put this Derek whole piece Blair. together, and we actually finished it really, really funny. We had we Aww. put our arms up in the air, and then we clapped, and then we put our hands together, and then like batted. Oh, I was gonna say, I thought you said, I thought you were gonna <laughs> say, we put our hands <laughs> up in the air, we felt like we just don't care. Um, no, it was it was one of my favorite festivals that I've been to. I have made a bunch of connections there that I've kept going and that I'm 
like seeing now today on Zoom <laughs> with just yeah. on classes and stuff. And then <laughs> oh my god, Dylan's yeah. gonna be a famous <laughs> topper one day. I'm calling That's it the here right Send now. Send me tickets to your concerts, <laughs> performances, recitals. Yes, all of these. It took a second, but I got there. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I swear, y'all, the next generation kids Literally. are so talented, I swear. I'm just, like, I'm going to be here. It's going to be a casual Slight computer work. programmer. Like, I don't, Baby's y'all gonna are going to be at MIT. Off. I'm going to be next door at Boston. <laughs> Wait, I can't. Yes. Boston College? That's Boston, Massachusetts, what? right? Boston, Boston College. College. What? Yeah. Have you heard of Wellesley College? It turns out it's my uh, dream school and it has everything that I want, it, it, except it's it's right next to MIT. They it? actually have a dual degree program with MIT, which is like perfect because I don't know if I could get into MIT, Ooh. but I can sure get in, get into Wellesley. So, oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna try not? to apply to MIT in my um, because I don't want to uh, go out of state for undergrad because that's yeah. gonna be a lot of student debt and. NC State offers a lot of the stuff that I want to do mm-hmm. for my future, like for now. But then I want to go to graduate school, oh, okay. go out of state, somewhere fancy, yeah. like MIT or Princeton. Wait. And I I qualified for enough oh. student aid to where I could go to MIT for the price of UNC, which oh, wow. is pretty dope. Yeah. And it's not it, like it's not like I'm broke either. Like this is a nice house I'm sitting in, so I don't yeah. really know <laughs> where that's happening from. But I have a lot of cards mm-hmm. to play, and I intend to play them. So nice. I will be going. Yes, yeah, I will As be going should. to. I don't know what's falling if it's here. College is scary. I started writing my applications and I have two sentences and then I gave up because it intimidated too much. It intimidated mm-hmm. me too much to actually start it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing, I'm going to take my You're doing a super senior. To get some Ooh. super senior. Wait. Yes, ma'am. What's that? Yeah. So, so, um, for my school at least, we, um, they offered the super senior, and we're paired up with NC State. So it's like a whole another year to do oh, NC nice. State college classes <laughs> for free. Yeah, and so it like knocks off a few years for um that's, college that's when you nice. actually graduate high school. Can I tell you the level of jealousy yeah. I felt towards you when you made it into whatever? What was it? You're at. I remember that it was, I was me so mad at you because oh Matthew still owes me my twenty dollars. <laughs> I told you guys, I, we were in band class for a sixth grade year and we were both learning our instruments and it was like the first couple months and being the young girl I am, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to act like I know what I'm doing because I don't like the person who's sitting next to me. And so, yes. Was it Matthew? (laughs) And so um, (laughs) we were learning how to read sheet music and we were staring at the sheet and I'm like, that's a B flat. And he's like, no that's an A flat and I said no man that's a B flat and so we politely raise our hands to interrupt the entire like we we're in the middle of playing and of course we're like nope I gotta I gotta know now so we're raising our hands waiting for him to stop and I'm like uh-huh, Mr. can't say his name on the internet because we're on a podcast yeah. um what is this note and of course it was a B flat and we had bet each other $20 on whoever won <laughs> and I won and he was like no I said it was a B flat and I've been asking him for my money for the past five Years? You Six? should message him and be like, Six? "Don't give me your money. Just <laughs> give it to my business." <laughs> Please, yes. <laughs> oh Maybe my god! Would, would he go for that? Something about sneezing. Oh, you're talking uh, about I don't super know how senior. Yes, and I was so jealous. Super yes. senior. Thank you. 
congratulations oh by the way i don't yeah, think I say congratulations I but congratulations <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we no, really we did at the end of eighth grade it's okay though because you're chill um i didn't did, i'm okay i really exposed myself but didn't i make you cry in the eighth grade uh washington dc trip i completely forgot about that? that yes i'm so <laughs> sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> no, <you're> just... <laughs> it wasn't just you though <laughs> But I was one of the reasons. No, but what made me listen? What made and me cry was that you were so bold about it. No, because I was like, <laughs> I was, I was like, were you talking about me? Yeah, no. Wait, no, no, no. That wasn't what happened. I don't know. I heard you guys talking, and you were like, I just want you to know we were talking about you. And I'm like, dang, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to do something to I'm, expose I myself was... because we've been railing on you the entire time. Um, what I'm trying to think this. I, oh, I no, promise. Okay. No, I know. I know. I was really bad to you. Too. <laughs> this is just yeah. an apology to Bro, each other. Okay, so the lesson of the story, guys. Um, growth is a beautiful thing. Please embrace mm. it because the person you are in middle <laughs> school, we thank the Lord, is not the person you'll be once you get out. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. Thank we you. had a great time with our guest here, Miss Ama Kawabia. Woo! Thank you, Ama. And I hope you learned something today, whether it was about um, learning from different people's perspectives, music stuff, or mm-hmm. just like a general, I don't know, just a general thing, you know? Yeah. Um. So please listen to our other podcasts. And if you want to be on one of our podcasts, just message me, uh, Dylan, or our Instagram at the chat room podcast. No spaces, yeah. no underscores, all lowercase. Yes, ma'am. And Miss Alma Kawabia, where can we find you? Um, at. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at A M A dot T E U R dot A R T if you're looking to help support the movement through buying some stickers or pins. Yeah. Otherwise, just. I'm the only Amakwabi year out there. Woo! Thank you all for listening, and I hope you have Mm -hmm. a good night, morning, evening, or just a good general day off. Yes. All right. Good night. Thank you so much. We love you. (laughs) Peace.